welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show. This is Dr. Mystery, your host, joined always with my fabulous co-host, Donna Lee. Hi, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. <laughs> Depending on when you're listening, when you're listening <laughs> to the show. Um we uh, have been doing this show for uh, almost three and a half years now, Donna. You're trying to keep that number so low. It's been like four. <laughs> it's been so long. Yep. Anyway, we've really enjoyed providing uh, a broad perspective to men's health and even a lot of things when it comes to female health over the years. Uh, we enjoy your answering your questions and giving you advice. We, of course, like seeing you as a patient, too. This show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialists. That is the group that I started in 2007. We are year 16, ready to drive. Mm, old man walking. Old man walking. Uh, they call me a mid-career physician now. You've been saying that for a long time, too. Uh, I'm an old man now. <laughs> Donna, how do people get a hold of us? How do people come see us? Call us before he retires at 512-238-0762. Our website, as you well know, is armormenshealth.com. You can submit your questions there um, and we'll answer them anonymously. We're located, as you all know, in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs, Texas, where they still love dripping. Uh, in this city, there are uh, urology groups that are larger than us, just one at least. Just one. And uh, we get a lot of feedback that getting phones answered is difficult. A and lot. that may be somewhere else, too. Uh, I would like to announce to uh, our listeners that our answer rate is 90%, which That's is right. amazing. I think every specialist in Austin is having problems with their phones, they but are. us now. Apparently. They are. 90% <laughs> is our answer rate. And we have availability ASAP. So we would love to see you as a client and as a patient in our practice. Mm -hmm. Donna, we love the questions. Why don't you go through a question? I have two little bits of housekeeping first. New listener, I listen every now and again on Saturdays on KLBJ, but sometimes I can't catch it. Is there a podcast available? So I wanted to let people know, yes, there's a podcast available wherever you listen to podcasts. Just look free. up Armor, A-R-M-O-R. Misspelled. Men's Health, health Show. Oh, or Armor Men's Health. Hour, as we were known previously. And then this other gentleman was very funny. I thought this was cute. The subject line read hands. In my experience, larger hands have longer fingers. After an exam by a lady surgeon with small hands, she reported that I had a good prostate. I replied to her that she had a good wristwatch. Okay, then we're going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's an actual question, Dr. Mystery. Hi, Dr. Mystery. Great show and great information. I'm a 45-year-old man with no issues and just curious to know if regular sex helps maintain the health of your prostate for real. Really just asking if sex helps prevent prostate cancer. Oh, dear Lord, Dr. Mystery, don't answer this because my husband's always reminding me that we should have more sex for his prostate. I think that when he dies, mm -mm. I'm going to I'm going to encourage the probate mm -mm. office. Nope. To accuse you of, of murder. Oh my goodness. Of, for denying him sex. Of sexual denial. If he dies of prostate cancer, I swear to you, there's, <laughs> going, there's going to be a motion. For <laughs> we check his number all the time. Isn't that enough? No. <laughs> Can't you just give him a digital exam and be done with it? That's, <laughs> that's enough sex. I mean, he can digitally <laughs> examine himself, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so the, the question, uh, you know, this is a very interesting one. And so there is data to suggest that the more frequent you have intercourse... Or ejaculate. Mm -hmm. So it's either yourself or with a friend. Uh, or your wife. Or a friend. <laughs> uh, the more often that you ejaculate, the lower your risk for developing prostate cancer and the lower your risk Ugh. of dying from prostate cancer. That we know. <sighs> I guess the question would be, why? Exhausting. Like, why would we care? Why? And so the prostate and the breast, for example, are two organs that we have as human beings 
that play a role in reproduction. Right. The breast, of course, to feed a brand new baby. Mm -hmm. And for the prostate, it's to provide nutrition for sperm as they make the journey, the three-day journey, for the sperm to go and to fertilize an egg. Our bodies, if you think of us as cavemen or just like anthropologic animals, we are here to procreate. We are here to, you know, it's nice to think that we're here to buy nice cars and nice watches and to watch television and to gossip. But really, mm, that's why I'm you know, here. as animals, we are here to procreate. Right. They want the strongest of us to procreate. We are able to procreate at the age of 16 or 15. Mm -hmm. You know, this is kind of, this is what our bodies are built for. And once our procreation years are gone, once we are no longer meant to be here to reproduce, mm -hmm. then everything starts breaking down. Right. Postmenopausal women get breast cancer. That's when you get uterine cancer, ovary mm. cancer. You can almost think of us like as a like a building, and when the useful parts of the building are, you know, their usefulness is gone, they're they start corroding. They're dilapidating. The body doesn't care. When we get older, the body is going to spend a lot more energy on making sure that our bad eating habits are, are not d corroding our heart mm. and our alcohol and cigarette smoking and marijuana doesn't erode our brain. So a lot more energy, a lot of more of our immune system goes, a lot of our reparative systems go towards those things just to keep the generator and the lights on, right. your brain and your heart and your gut. And your reproductive system isn't going to get that attention anymore. So the idea that these reproductive organs are more likely to develop cancer as you get older. Now, the testicles are a, are a dramatic example against this comment, but the prostate and breast for sure. Mm, why are testicles against that? We don't see idea? a lot more testicle cancer, even though that's a reproductive organ mm -hmm. in older people. But oh. that's because, or if you, if you look at the anatomy of how the testicle works, the testicle has to produce lots of sperm all the time. So they have, mm. so there's rapidly rapidly reproducing cells in the in the testicle okay and so that's how it is it, it's rapidly reproducing and when you have testis cancer most of the time these are also rapidly reproducing cells mm. the prostate hm. is a slow growing organ so even prostate cancer even cancer of the prostate is still slow growing and you get more cancer in older men is it always slow grow growing or does it sometimes grow fast if there's another Cancer or inflammation in the body? That's a great question. You know, you, for the most part, almost all prostate cancer is slow growing when compared to, say, leukemia or lymphoma or, or even pancreatic. like or pancreatic or something like that. Gotcha. It takes a lot of years for it to cause a problem. Mm -hmm. But uh, when I explain this to patients, I tell them that all prostate cancers are turtles. There's just some turtles that are a little faster than others. <laughs> and so, but that doesn't mean that even, even a really bad cancer. Um, if it's still confined to the prostate, is not eminently, eminent, eminently, eminently life-threatening. Okay. Uh, but but some cancers demand a more aggressive approach than others. But getting back to this listener's question, does ejaculating help prevent prostate cancer? So I'm telling you the data says yes. And I, as I continue to go through my explanation of why, I think it's because if you keep ejaculating, mm -hmm. your oh. prostate thinks that you're still trying to have a baby. You're producing. I, I get it. Oh, I'm around. That makes sense. If you're healthy... If you're skinny, you also get less prostate cancer mm. because your body thinks that you're trying to have a baby. Wow. And it wants to. So it will still dedicate a lot of energy. Now, maybe that's why 
when you have a lot of sex, maybe we're not that smart. Maybe there's maybe <laughs> there's maybe there's not a lot of blood flow going to the brain. Well, my husband and I are incredibly intelligent. <laughs> yeah, they smart do a people. lot of reading. Yes, <laughs> the New Yorker is something that's <laughs> frequently read in your house. That's I, right. I do understand we that. We are smart people. <laughs> so you you know um, regular ejaculation does lubricate the system, and I always tell my patients that if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. I think that people that have long periods of time in which they're not having intercourse mm -hmm. or masturbating or ejaculating do uh, are more likely to develop erectile dysfunction. I see it myself when I see patients that come in. It's that famous loving patient that I love so much, the 79-year-old mm. who comes in in a panic because he has started having loss of rigidity of his erections. And like, I'm like, all of a sudden, 79? <laughs> That's amazing. And you're surprised? Do you not know that this is like common? So, but he didn't. And the reason that it comes up is because he's having sex three or four times a week and it, it never was a problem for him. And now oh. all of a sudden it's a problem. But the guy who's having sex once a month, he's oh. not terribly surprised when his erection starts softening, even if he's in his 50s or, oh. or, or early 60s. So if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. And if you don't use it often, then your risk for prostate cancer goes up. I'm sorry, Michael. So uh, we will provide you a prescription for mm. regular intercourse to prevent <laughs> prostate cancer along with a saw palmetto supplement if that is what you're interested in. And, um, you know, if you can't, uh, you know, be with the one you love, then, you know, masturbating also counts as a form of ejaculation. I keep saying, just do that. I won't know. You're in the shower. There you go. The Armour Men's Health Show brought to you by <laughs> Fleshlight. <laughs> Donna, how do people get a hold of us and uh, how do people send us questions? Call us during the week at 512-238-0762 or send us your questions to our website, armormenshealth.com. Hello and welcome to the Armour Men's Health Show. This is Dr. Mystery, your host, joined as always by my indispensable co-host and partner in crime, hmm. Donna Lee. Indispensable. I like that. Can I hold that over your head at work? <laughs> you can try. <laughs> <laughs> Our listeners wouldn't allow you to leave. I think you do this show sometimes without me, oh. but I could never do it without you. You tried twice and it <laughs> failed miserably both times. <laughs> I love that for me. <laughs> yes, that's good for you. So <laughs> this show is brought to you by my urology practice, NAU urology specialist. We have a total of seven doctors that work at the practice, including an interventional radiologist, five uh, PA and nurse practitioners. We have two pelvic floor physical therapists. We have a health coach and we have a sex therapist on staff. So mm -hmm. really a holistic brand of therapy for you. Donna, how do people get a hold of us? Where are we located? You know, we need some more questions. We already started answering a bunch in a row, so we're so happy to get them at armormenshealth.com where you could submit your question, embarrassing or not. We will answer it anonymously. And our website, again, armormenshealth.com. You can call us at 512 Two three eight zero seven six two. We're located in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs, Texas. Doctor Mystery, I've got some questions. Let's do it. All right. This gentleman's uh, subject line is called my penis. Doctor, I have a seven point five inch and a little over three inch in diameter penis. Is that bragging? <laughs> that's that's how I introduce myself. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a little really big. Anyway, is this an average size that should satisfy my wife? Also, I have a slight curve to the left, but not always. This is, of course, when it's erect. Is this common or considered a PD diagnosis, Peyronie's disease? I do take testosterone intramuscular. I also take five milligrams daily of Tadalafil. Do you think this is a good regimen? Well, that's a great question because, you know, unless you're in the business of measuring 
things. Apparently he is. Or seeing things often, then you may not know whether or not uh, your penile size and girth is normal. Mm. Uh, I'm assuming that his three inches circumference is with the erect penis because a flaccid penis at three and a half inches would be pretty impressive. Wow. I just I just saw that visually. I I'm, was, also, I I'm also thinking that a seven and a half inch penis uh, flaccid is different than a seven and a half inch penis erect. erect. Uh, the real question is, is, is that enough to satisfy my wife? Do you know what, what, we, he, what we know already? <laughs> that he hasn't asked her yet? <laughs> or, or that she's suggestive that somehow she's not oh. being satisfied, right? Oh. I mean, a guy whose wife is like ecstatically enjoying intercourse, he's, he's probably not saying, huh, I wonder if she's having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. So, you know, first I'm going to talk about penile size, and then we're just going to do a small little primer. Primer? Pump? A little primer on on <laughs> on, on things that can be done, perhaps, to make uh, the active intercourse more enjoyable for you both. Okay. So, uh, first comes to penile size. So, generally, we would say that six inches or larger uh, is probably, uh, you know, it, it's really two and a half inches are, are enough to reach the clitoris. So six inches, <laughs> six inches or greater should be perfectly acceptable in terms of a penile length uh, sufficient enough hmm. to uh, successfully have intercourse in a way that stimulates both partners. When it comes to girth, that's a hard one because you're, <laughs> as it were, hey. uh, that, that's a difficult question because some of it has to do with the laxity and size of the female partner. And if your wife has a giant vagina. Yes, a capacious one, we say. Capacious. Capacious. So uh, <clears throat> childbirth can certainly cause things to stretch out, mm -hmm. but not in the way that you might think, because the vagina is actually quite you know, flexible. It can get bigger and smaller. and uh, It's not just the skin of the vagina. It's the musculature of the vagina, but both play mm. a role. Okay. So we can make you girthier. We can try to make you longer, mm -hmm. or we can work on her end and try to make her tighter. Tighter. Hmm. So those are two ways that we can help resolve any kind of mismatch between it, the two sides. Is it weird that I started doing kegels right when you said that? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! For no reason. <laughs> no reason. It's not like you're going to have sex anymore. No, time. I just all Poor of a sudden, Michael. you know, instead of my butthole clenching up, my vagina clenched up. <laughs> <laughs> we have several options to make you longer, but none of them are great. So mm -hmm. you will see kind of listed on different websites that you can do fillers for the head of the penis, which our partner, Dr. David Dellinger does, mm -hmm. which can make you maybe half a centimeter or a centimeter longer. Then okay. we have cutting of the suspensory ligament, which might add, depending on your anatomy, an inch or two, but you'll hang down. So when you get an erection, it won't go up anymore. Like Peyronie's hang down? No, hang down like really like droop. As opposed but to it's erect? Down. It's erect, but it droops. Because the, the, the ligament that's keeping it oh, know, oh, up oh, is going to get cut. But it's the sensation's the same, like everything's the same. It's yeah, just but, she, but she's going to help guide you in, if you know what I mean. Oh. So, uh, like, a, like an aeroplane? <laughs> then the third, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> then if you have a large, you know, a bunch of fat above where your penis and the base of your penis are, okay. then we can do liposuction and a special kind of procedure. Dr. Dellinger and I work together. It's called buried penis. Mm, 
It's such a hard word. Buried penis. Buried. And so, um, you know, especially if, if you're a little bit bigger and she's a little bit bigger, then your length is going to be shortened just because the two body parts aren't getting close enough together. And so we can do things to help uh, reduce the distance from the base of your penis to that uh, mons pubis fat pad. It's called an escutectomy. Sometimes it's even covered by insurance, believe it or not. And although you might be doing it out there for cosmetic reasons, uh, it is often done because the penis can be so buried that it's way into your body and you have to dig it out just to pee. Mm. And so it makes it difficult to pee while standing. And uh, we definitely uh, treat this buried penis quite frequently. Mm -hmm. When it comes to girth issues, we have penile fillers that Dr. Dellinger will do with a silicone-based filler. Um, some uh, doctors out there will do fat trans fat transference. Uh, I think that if you want something to last a while, then a silicone filler with Dr. Dellinger probably works pretty well. Mm, they he last charges, for a year, right? It, yeah, I, it actually causes permanent changes, so it kind of stays there for a while. Nice. A lot longer. More, more than fillers like for your lips, for example. Not mm. that you get fillers for your lips. I don't. Uh, I don't need them. Ooh. Okay, excellent. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Maybe for my cheeks. <laughs> and then um, uh, the the fillers work well. I think he says he can get a, a, a good centimeter to centimeter and a half of girth every installation. Mm -hmm. And they cost about $5,500 uh, for an in-office uh, uh, you know, penile filler. Then let's talk about on the female side. So if she's not sexually satisfied, there can be ultimate, there are many reasons. And as a urology clinic, we are happy to see those patients and try to help you with that issue if you have uh, orgasmic dysfunction or pain during intercourse or lack of lubrication or lack of desire. So those are the four main areas where a woman will have sexual complaints and problems. The most common reason for things to happen as women age is hormonal issues. Low testosterone, estrogen deficiencies certainly can lead to diminished sexual satisfaction. When it comes to lubrication, we offer treatment with hormone-based and non-hormone-based lubricants, mm -hmm. as well as Votiva, which is a radiofrequency way of kind of rejuvenating the vagina. It costs $900. It helps thicken the vagina, helps strengthen or, or to, 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 to narrow the introitus to make intercourse more enjoyable. Mm -hmm. And then the increased lubrication makes it easier to orgasm. And I'd like to point out other offices like OB-GYN offices, Votiva procedures or similar ones are upwards of $3,000 and ours is only about 900 Well, that's because we do it. We're not doing it for like, right. you know, we're, we're doing it as part of a sexual dysfunction program. So although mm -hmm. you get the exact same treatment, we charge substantially less. That's right. right. Pelvic floor physical therapy can, can strengthen the levator muscles that surround the vagina to help the woman grasp the penis a little bit more oh. aggressively. And uh, that can also help with mutual with sexual her satisfaction. No, with her Hoo -hoo. vagina hand. <laughs> vagina hand. And then we have medications that can improve libido. There are two FDA-approved libido-enhancing drugs. Mm -hmm. If she's not into it, then Vilesi might work. It's a little injection that's given subcutaneously about an hour before intercourse. It improves her libido and will help her with her sexual satisfaction. Okay. Addy or Flabanserin is used daily. And you may not even know out there that there are treatments for this kind of stuff. Right. And we even have medicines to make it easier to orgasm. Hey. This is a full service place. <laughs> if you are looking to improve things in the bedroom, it's not all about size, men. Mm. Yes, it is. Well, it does help... You know, the motion of the ocean, they say. Mm -hmm. We would love to help make your motion, the ocean better, as well as if you are interested in penile girth kind of improvements, 
We are happy to help you. Donna, how do people get hold of us and how do they make an appointment? You can call us about your emotion in the ocean at 512-238-0762. Please visit our website. You can see our smiley, shining faces there at armormenshealth.com. You can also submit your questions there as well. There's a little button that says submit question. We'll answer them anonymously and check out our podcasts wherever you check out podcasts. Thanks, Dr. Mystery. The Armor Men's Health Show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialists. For questions or to schedule an appointment, please call 512-238-0762 or online at armormenshealth.com.